What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gaming Goods Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Luke, joined today by my faithful co-hosts, Joey and Josh. Guys, how are we doing today? Feeling Thank good, you. feeling good. Thank you for that, Josh. Anyway, Thanks, all right, Josh. we're going to get to it right away. What's uh, what's in the news today? Well, that's simple. It's the thing that's been taking the gaming world by storm. That is Pal World. It's new. It's fresh. It's hot. It released, what, on the 19th? It's like three, four days ago. Not that yes, long ago. yes. And like uh, I think it's sold over 3 million copies is what I saw. And this is an alpha release. So this is like a relatively supposed to be primitive version of the game compared to what it's supposed to be upon full release. Joey, I know you've played it. You've put some hours into it. What are your initial thoughts? Well, first off the bat, it's like Pokemon with guns, basically. It doesn't feel like an unfinished game. It really does feel like a finished game, which okay. is kind of wild uh, in the first place to even say, because I know you know a lot of games recently haven't been finished at all. Yeah. So just playing something like this is a huge breath of fresh air for sure. I've been enjoying it a lot. Nice. Josh, what are your impressions from what you've seen? Have you played it at all? I haven't played it at all, but I've been watching uh, Charlie Penguins play it, um, and it, it looks awesome, and it looks like so much fun. It, like Joey said, it's Pokemon with guns. Combined with Elder Ring, combined with Ark, it's awesome. It looks so cool. Yeah. So, as as someone who has not ever played a Pokemon game, um, <clears throat> I I can't tell whether it's much of a Pokemon knockoff. Past like some of the skins, some of the like, are they just called pals, Joey? Are, are they just? They're just called pals. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the pals are like, they're just you know, it's the it's the homework your friends like you know you can copy but change it a little bit. Uh, and then it's like pretty much the same thing, but just just different enough. But, you know, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I've seen a lot of articles and stuff talking about a potential Nintendo lawsuit. You know, they're, you know, thinking about, you know, how close is too close before you kind of infringe on copyright. Um, and from the articles I've read, it seems like the developers of Pal World aren't super concerned. Josh, what's your take on that? Is that something that you think is likely to happen? Knowing Nintendo and how stingy they are and just how annoying they are with this kind of stuff, mm. I wouldn't put it past them to put out a lawsuit for them. I know that there was a modder who already changed, like, the skins of some pals to actual yes. Pokemon and changed, like, the main guy's skin to Ash Ketchum. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, Nintendo's reached out to him, and I'm, I'm thinking if they reached out to him, they're going to reach out to the developers of Power World. But it's probably harder to reach out to the developers of Power World because they're actually they probably just got to go through a lot more loopholes and figure out like the actual situation that's going on, yeah. which is a lot harder. But to me, with how close it resembles Pokemon, I would I would say yeah, some sort of lawsuit's gonna happen or Power World's gonna change something so mm -hmm. that the lawsuit doesn't happen. Now let me follow up with this. If it does come up to a lawsuit and <laughs> it's Nintendo versus Power World's developers, is it going to be something that they settle out of court? Are they going to go to full suit? And if so, what's going to happen? Are they going to win or lose? I don't know. This would be a good question for Sarah because the battle, I don't know exactly what the battle would be. Would it be that the game was like inspired by Pokemon or is the game copied off of Pokemon? Because it has a lot of themes by itself, but yes, it feels like every good game made in like the past five years is in this game. Mm. So it kind of feels like Breath of the Wild. It kind of feels like Elden Ring. It kind of feels like Pokemon. It, it literally feels like Ark as well. They, 
it's crazy. It's like the best aspect from every game put into yeah. one. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Josh, what about you? Uh, it's kind of hard to say with like the actual lawsuit itself because obviously it hasn't even happened. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to speculate. And there's some directions you could go towards. As far as who would win, that's really up for Nintendo and the developers of Power World to decide on what they're actually suing Power World for. Because yeah. there's there's a there's a few things that Nintendo could um, sue them for, but if anything, I would say come up on top just because of their establishment and how much money they can use and how much how many resources they have to get past those loopholes. So. Yeah, I would say it would be more on Nintendo's side. Um, but like Joey was saying, there's it's also it does feel like its own game. Well, I haven't, I don't know how it feels, but it looks like its own mm. game in a sense. But it really takes heavy inspiration from Pokemon, and you can tell with the way that the pals level up, the how they look, the names of them, how you even capture the pals mm-hmm. looks. It, it's like exactly how you catch Pokemon. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of routes they could go down if they really wanted to do a lawsuit, which mm. could happen. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because it, it would be an interesting court case <laughs> to hear because they would say, no, we don't use Pokeballs. We use, you know, Pal Spheres. And this is how you obtain a Pal Sphere. And ours is different because of this. And it's not like a Pokeball because of that. And ours yeah. is special, looks different, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they would say, even if some of their Pals took inspiration by some of the Pokemon... <clears throat> does that mean that you know let's just say mega blocks and lego for example those are really similar but those are two totally entirely mm-hmm. different things yes but you could say the mega block was totally inspired by lego but they are their own entity and they have their own you know product lines and stuff but it's not the same mm-hmm. anybody that's used right. both of them knows exactly how different they are yeah and that's kind of how mm-hmm. this feels but it's so similar like just like mega blocks and legos basically mm-hmm. yeah i liken it to you know a- anytime that you know, you're in a business setting and you're in a competitive market and your opponent releases something and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. We need to tap into that market. You know, what's the what's the go to strategy? You buy their product and you have people test it until you can develop some way to reverse engineer that product, add a new thing that's just different enough to get past the patent, past the copyright, (laughs) past the trademark. And then you re-release it as your own thing. You start making money maybe at a discounted rate or maybe from a different angle. You know, it all depends on your marketing. So with this, right. it's it's really seeming like that Pal World is kind of this big conglomerate of all the different aspects of games that it's pulling from. And it's it's really just they stole like an artist and they drew inspiration from all the things that they enjoyed in order to find and compile this large scale project into what they wanted to develop. Yeah, and you know, if if you think about it, this actually happens in gaming a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, think about um, I just oh X Defiant for example. Yeah. That is exactly like Call of Duty. It has every single feature in it. Is like one feature of that is in one in one of the Call of Duties. Like you mm-hmm. use your ability and you have a flamethrower. I know in another different Call of Duty, there's probably a flamethrower you can use. Yeah. Was it inspired by Call of Duty? Possibly, because <clears throat> I don't know what other game wouldn't be inspired by that if it looks like a first person shooter. Then you look at Roblox and how many different games, like you can play Tarkov inside of Roblox. You can play Rust inside of Roblox. Mm. But how far would Face Punch go from Rust to be able to take down that? Or how far would Battlestate Games go to take down their Tarkov? But I think Nintendo might have the balls to be able to do it. 
and because and especially with how much it's blown up too yeah and how much money they've gotten from it so one thing this is definitely going to do for nintendo is you know <laughs> this is showcasing things that nintendo is not giving their audience currently they've released i think four because they always release pokemon games in pairs uh they've released like four pokemon games in the last three years i'm pretty sure and there hasn't from what i've been told been a ton of new they've been things. garbage yeah they've been bad Thank you. Josh. Really bad. Um, they could be they've so been really bad. Better. I'll say it. And they you could know, be. with Pal World, this is an opportunity for Nintendo to say they can take one of two stances on this. They can take the usual Nintendo stance, which is, hey, you're using something remotely related to our IP. Uh, that's bad. Don't do that. And we're going to sue you. Or they could say, hey, you know, this is something similar to our game. But it's also drawing in way more people than what we're getting for our Pokemon games. Maybe we use this as an opportunity and a springboard to change up how we release the next set of Pokemon <clears throat> games to to figure out how to get ahead of it in the market. Right. They I think could. something you have to look at also, like Joey said, there's a lot of games that come out that are very similar to other games. Like X Defiance, very similar to COD, but it's also similar to Battlefield. It's also similar mm -hmm. to Titanfall. Because they're first-person shooters. They're all kind of the same. What's different about this is Power World takes off of the uniqueness of Pokemon. There's not a lot of games that are like Pokemon. Pokemon is like its own established thing. And I've never played uh, like a game that's as unique as it is. Where you throw a ball, capture these Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Or pals or whatever you call them. And you have them train with you. Like that's exclusive to Pokemon. There might be like little very small developer games. But we've never seen anything this Bakugan. big come to fruit. Bakugan, kinda, yeah. And it is different. Not you don't really. Yu-Gi-Oh is different because it's the same. Mm, I disagree. But the the cuteness of Palo yeah, and know. Pokemon interlap entirely. Mm -hmm. Like the house could literally be in Pokemon, and I think some of them should because their recent Pokemon that they made are honestly not very creative. The, it's just so interesting, honestly. It's, but, it's just so weird. But could they be in Pokemon games? Like if definitely, I, give me definitely. give me the name of a pal, just like one of them. Um, I think you know one of I'm trying to remember. One of them's uh, <laughs> uh, Chickapee. It looks like okay. a little tiny chicken in the beginning of the game. It look it literally looks like a chicken. Okay, it's cool. crazy, uh, but so, it looks like a Pokemon. The pals evolve, but but Chickapea. No, they do not. Okay, so there's a big difference. That's but, a difference. That's what, a difference. What about Chicopee? Chicopee, uh, from what I understand, you can give weapons to these pals, right? I haven't played that much, but I know that the pals have special abilities to some extent. So I think there's one, like, leaf type or grass type or whatever it's called that <clears throat> literally has a machine gun as its ability and fires, like, leaves or something like that. Nice. That sounds fairly similar to Bulbasaur. Um, at least I'm thinking when I was uh, set in smash when I was watching um, some videos of it I saw Charlie penguins I'll, I'll, I'll just I, I like to refer him as Charlie but yep. Charlie literally gave him he built an AK-47 and gave his pal an AK-47 and then they went to this gym and they fought like a bass bo boss battle so I think that's a big uh like a similarity oh. between the two is the gyms and like yeah it's like a shrine but i don't know how the gyms work they're not gyms or, they're not gyms, gyms. They're, they're like special rune towers or it's honestly that's kind of where i say it kind of is a cross between 
you know, Pokemon and Breath of the Wild, for example, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a little a little dungeon, I guess you could say, that yeah. will give you a skill. Or like, let's say, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, or, or another Pokemon you could capture, another progression. I, yeah. I don't know yet. I haven't now, played a bunch. But something that similar. I've seen is that there's there's like leveling trees and kind of RPG elements of like there's skill trees that you can... It's you like know, Ark, put... if you've ever played Ark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a pretty big divergence from gameplay of Pokemon because... For sure. From what I can tell of Pokemon, again, I haven't played it, but you know what I can tell of Pokemon, there's no leveling to yourself. It's all about your Pokemon. And I feel like this is Correct. this in Pal World, it's conjunction. You're leveling up, your Pokemon's leveling up. And you actively fight too. You don't just have to worry about losing the battle because your Pokemon go down. If your pals are still up and kicking, but you know, you take an arrow to the knee, you're gonna be in rough shape. Like that's just the nature of the beast. So Right. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference between Pokemon and Power World is that you are actually like a playable entity. Like you're obviously a playable entity in Pokemon, but you have a purpose and also yeah. have a drive. It's not just solely based on your Pokemon. Like you can have a gun yourself and fight the pals, which is pretty cool. That is really fun. So I think yeah, it, the biggest comparison I could make would be what, what was the uh, Arceus? Is that was that the open world yeah, Pokemon? Legends Arceus. So, yeah, that came out. I think I think. I think Arceus and Ark combined, and that's kind of what this game is. If I could give like two games to combine mm. them together, it'd be that. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And so. also your pals like help help out with uh I saw like one can break trees and get wood for you. Like they can help you build, um, which is really cool. So they yeah. definitely have more purpose than Pokemon uh and Arceus, I'll say. Yeah, it's interesting because an Ark you go through certain technology trees. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you need a generator to be able to use a certain cooler in Arc to be able to have your food store or not spoil. You know, it lasts longer. Yeah. In this game, in Pal World, you can get like a an ice type Pokemon that powers the refrigerator for you. So certain Pokemon will cut down trees, help you cook, mm-hmm. cool down things, transport material for you, uh, etc. There's like maybe ten other things they can do. It's actually pretty neat. It's kind of like a little. Uh, town management simulator kind of thing like so, they do production for you so based off that all right well uh, there's there's a there's an implication i want to get to in a sec but uh based off that it sounds like you know it's taking all the potentially missed elements of pokemon and activating them into this game does that sound about right i don't know mm. if pokemon could ever be this interesting yeah Why? i don't think it could it's just too far off of what pokemon the identity of pokemon is because something interesting about pal world is, is you can actually ride the pals and use their abilities in pokemon you would never be able to do that other than using fly dig cut things like that mm-hmm. but you don't actually like ride them and actually tell them what to do you know mm-hmm. it's usually like battling two other pals which you don't really do that in this game either it's actually automatic yeah for the most part. So if you have them following you or you can you can summon one of them, they just automatically automatically battle based on what they think is best against the other mm-hmm. pal. Yeah. Usually, usually. Or they just use their strongest ability. Okay. Um, I, I think it's a good time to get to my implication. Uh, so are there restrictions on what you can and can't do to the, these pals? Like, could you just force them to be like indentured servants? Is this yes. like... Is this like a wow. bad thing? Is there, is there, does, can you just can abuse be. the crap out of these things? <laughs> I feel like that's a dangerous precedent to set. Well, 
there's this one, uh, I don't know, it's like some, let's call it a soapbox, for example, because you can get your guy okay. up on top of this booth and you can yeah. tell them, hey, you can work at 100% efficiency, but here's the cons you get. They're going to be tired, you know, like 100% efficiency is like normal. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell them to do 150%, like 200%. You can tell them to work overtime, but then, you know, they crash, they fall asleep, they're never happy, you know, but... You know, you can kind of you can let them slack off, do their own thing. They can walk around. They go to they go to work when they want. It's like the it's interesting the okay. AI that they have because they don't just do their work one hundred percent of the time. They can wander around. They go to sleep at night. It's it's not like a crazy like labor camp for them. Like you actually can. They actually sleep. They actually eat. Okay. Feed them. They don't do anything if you don't take care of them. They're just like animals. I mean. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Because uh, I, I saw one or two clips where it's like. Hey, did you know you can do this? And I'm like, that seems like we shouldn't be able to do that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Open world, but that's a little too open for me. <clears throat> so, Luke kind of ran through a little bit of the stats earlier of like the game. And this is going to lead into a question, but I would like to say that Power World hit 5 million copies sold and it became the second highest concurrently played game on Steam ever, which is right behind really? Counter Strike. Holy so macro. this is my question. Within the last year, we've seen like random games pop up and it have done massive. Whether they flopped or not, we had Baldur's Gate and then we had days be- the day before where it flopped but also got like a massive amount of players and copies sold. And now we're getting Power World. Like these games are just coming out of nowhere and Leapers, they're yeah. breaking records. Mm-hmm. So why are we getting so many more now than ever like i don't remember a time where we've had this many huge games pop out of nowhere usually it's triple a games that are blowing up but this is these are just random games that have just come out of nowhere so why do you guys think that is and why do you think it's happening so much now or more than normal the triple a scene is a saturated and deflated market and the only option for good content right now is pretty much the underdogs, the sleeper picks, the the games that come out of nowhere, because everything that's been hyped up, it gets either, you know, hyped up to the point where it's impossible to meet expectations or it's, you know, brought up, hyped for about a week and then forgot about. Yeah, I would agree with that. Joey, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think in today's culture, if there's a good game out there, a lot of social media and content creators will push the game super hard. And if people think it's cool, they'll also play it. So I think the word gets out there really, really fast too. Mm-hmm. But also when you know, it's a good game, people are going to play that game. Yeah. I don't know how many games I've played in the past, like few months that have been horrible and I've never played again. And then there's some I stick to. And that's like the only thing I play. Um, mm-hmm. I could imagine this is kind of how maybe Pac-Man went when it first came out. I bet you that's literally the only thing everybody talked about for like months, mm-hmm. you know, so, so I don't know if it's the first time it happened. I don't really know the statistics of Poke or uh, Pac-Man. One people went over it a couple episodes ago. But anyway, I just think it's, you know, if the game is popular, people are going to talk about it, and you're definitely going to hear about it. Yep. Then two more things. Uh, is is Pal World free, or does it cost something? And it also actually, doesn't have microtransactions. I don't know about the microtransactions, but the price is actually really reasonable. It's about 25 to $30. That's and how much content a, would you say there is? Uh, a lot. Or does it seem a grand? Lot. Does it seem like that you could play for a long time and it doesn't get repetitive? Like there's goals to go, mm. go after? Because I know in Ark I got bored because it was like, 
leveling up's all I really care about. And once you get to a point, you're like, it just keeps fading off. And yeah, you can go to different zones, but there's nothing really that fun to do except like, let's try to kill this enemy. That's that was my experience with Ark at the very beginning. Yeah. I it just got very boring. That's kind of why I've leaned away towards survival games because there's not like a huge goal to go after unless it's story oriented and there's something to push me forward. So actually, Ark does have a story, but besides the point, it does. Ark, yeah. Ark in a way pushes you to grind for more levels and experience because other people are <laughs> in that same lobby with you if you're playing survival and you can raid other people, take their stuff like rust. That's what entices people every single wipe to get on. It's because they want to be the best. They want to get the most stuff. They want to be, have the biggest base. They want to make the most content. But in this, I believe you can have the servers are small. Like it's like 32 out of 32 people. It's honestly a small battlefield game of people and it's a huge world. So it's it's almost like Valheim's like massive scale. I don't know how big it is. I'm kind of I don't know. I'm getting excited. I'm kind of rambling off a little bit, but it's there's not as much PVP. Us personally, we have a server we can play with four people on. You know, you can pay more money to get more people, but yeah. we figured four was fine. It's not super enticing to continue playing the game just to grind for a musket or a gun or a rocket launcher to get something else for your for your pal. Because I don't really know. Like, you're, you don't really get character. There's nothing, like, enticing you to continue other than gear yeah. or higher mm. to your pals or a level, you know? It's not like, oh, I get to raid somebody's base and have that, you know, heart-beating satisfaction or, like, yeah. when, you're in a, when you're in a fight with somebody in Tarkov, you're like, if I don't get out of here, I'm going to lose all my stuff or something like that, you know? There's no... So, something... Sorry, I'm asking questions and doing this, but um, one thing... I think would be cool with Power World, and correct me if I'm wrong and if this is in the game already or not, but what would be cool is if there's like some set world where you go to catch pals, there's still people in there. It's like what Power World is now. But also there's a competitive mode where you can fight against online players, and it's still like kind of a, a world, but it's a little bit smaller, and there's a rank system to it. So that would entice players to go into the casual world, catch pals, level up, do build guns or shelter survive but then you can go into the competitive mode and then try to be the best like kind of how it is in pokemon like no one ever was like uh, no one ever was that's, that's kind of how the servers are though because you can actually pvp other people in the servers or destroy their bases I think. and that's pretty but cool. i don't really know how that would really work honestly yeah i don't either but also the game like luke said it's in its alpha mode and it just yes. came out so yeah. If there's no lawsuit and the game prevails, then there's a lot of potential there. Um, and the game could be pretty big. And I don't say this very often, but potentially Power World could be the next Fortnite. I doubt oh it. Boy. There's no way. I'm just saying. It's I'm just saying if it doesn't get through possible. a lawsuit, this this game seems like a game that it could be like massive. I don't think I said Palm this saying. earlier. I think Palm if saying. a lawsuit does happen between Nintendo and Power World, I think Power World wins. I don't. I, you think I, so? I don't think Nintendo wins. Nintendo's going to have you know a bigger law division because it's Nintendo, but I don't think the argument's there. You know, they have so many different aspects of different games to pull in. Unless Nintendo came up with some sort of a way to form a class action suit against Power World and get all mm -hmm. of the other developers of all the other games that they've drawn from to come and say, hey, you got, you collectively stole from all of us and that's the only reason you made your game. I, I don't see Nintendo, you know, 
if the only mechanic of the game was, you know, catching pals and, and battling pals, I would say they have an argument. But, you know, that's it's in my mind the equivalent of saying something like, you know, hey, Domino's started Domino's sells, sells pizzas and this new place, it sells pizza, burgers and it sells tacos and it's like, okay, well, you just got a combination of Domino's, Burger King, and Taco Bell, but now Domino's wants to go sue. It's like, you know, you can't, you can't right. copyright. And, you know, if that's not the only thing, there's not enough of a basis for that lawsuit to go through. So I think it's I probably going it, to, it'll be a civil case if they do it. It'll be litigation. It'll be a bench trial. Judge will have, you know, final power over it. And it's not even going to be that big of a deal. Unless yeah. they, so for I some think, reason, go with and try and find criminal charges, which is not really a possibility. I think I agree with you on most of that. The only reason why I would say that a lawsuit would be um, possible or even plausible is because it's Nintendo. And Nintendo's notorious for giving out lawsuits for the dumbest things, mm -hmm. especially with content creators, which is just super dumb. It's just the notorious rep that... Nintendo has if there was any other developer that they took like if Pokemon was made by a different developer I'd be like I don't even care because Power World's gonna prevail but because it's Nintendo it's like I just think they're gonna do something because they care so much about money and that reputation yeah I that's agree the only reason I agree with you there I think they're I think they will try something I don't think it's gonna go well for them I don't mm -hmm. think they're gonna I, win I do think they'll try I could see it go both ways I could see I could see a world where Nintendo wins just because they have so many resources. That's this what I'm saying. This obviously isn't their first battle. Um, it would be interesting, and it would not be for the people. It would be like Nintendo v. People. Mm, <laughs> because, pretty much. you know, Power World is what everybody wants and enjoys. Yeah. And it, what Nintendo should do is they should look at this as an example and say, this is how much money we missed out on because we're not creative enough and we don't do what people like. And we have a crappy device that can't run any video game. Let's be real here. The Switch outdated. It's, it's every Nintendo hardware is always like behind. Yes. Like, and... oh, yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, it does this. It has all this functionality. Then you play a game on it, 13 FPS. That's, cool. That's why they appeal to a different Great. market. That's that's their whole shtick. You know, it's, it's not about performance. It's about the experience. And right. they actually, they very cleverly hide that in most of their games, you know. Think about, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, even back when they did, like, Wind Waker. Even the older consoles, like the GameCube, it was on, you know, primitive hardware compared to the other consoles of the generation. But, you know, when you see Wind Waker, it's aged exceptionally well. It still looks really good because they they spend less time on graphics and performance and more on art style and atmosphere. And that allows them to kind of hit their different market point, which if you're someone like you, Joey, yeah. who, you know, you've been playing on PC for a long time, you spend a lot of time and effort, you know, worried about and, and working towards getting better performance out of your PC. You know, my roommate Parker's the same way. And for people like you guys, it's tough when a company is, you know, using hardware that's seven years old and actively developing new games for it when, you know, there's new PC parts every single year. There's new graphics cards. Right, there's right. new everything. And that's just, that's where it differs. You know, someone like my sister-in-law who plays Animal Crossing on her Switch Lite, you know, she doesn't really care about frame rate. She's just worried yeah, about, that's fair. she's that's just fair. worried about making her island better and yeah, paying off yeah. her debt so yeah. she can stop being an indentured servant to like fuzzy animals. Yeah, I guess 
you know, Nintendo like they World. make games of a totally different of a totally different genre most of the time. Usually it's like single player exploration. Here's a new art style, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And everything I like enjoy playing usually involves some type of actual meaningful progression in one way or another. Which which is fair. And, and that's, that's also and, or survival aspects to it. And mm -hmm. that's like kind of the gamer I am. But um I'm someone who can't really sit down and enjoy Animal Crossing as much as somebody else could because it's yeah. like I need to I, let's be real I need to shoot something I need to <laughs> I need to get XP for killing it and it needs to drop loot you can I'm shoot Tom so dissatisfied dissatisfied like, literally Minecraft's the bare minimum you can shoot a bow like Minecraft is fun because it's survival based though well, yeah and but... also it's like a sandbox too mm -hmm. but even even then it, you get like every other year two weeks of Minecraft no matter what always. have to. Of course. Dude, I haven't played Minecraft in two years. I'm going to be honest. Like, it's been a long time. What are you doing with your and life, man? Come on. Not It'll playing Minecraft back. right now. Back. That's You'll for come sure. back oh, at some point, though. It, I definitely will, but not until they start making big changes with how they do stuff. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. We, don't have to talk, we talked enough about Minecraft, but... You're going to come back, and the community is going to vote for a freaking blue shrimp in the water. That's going to be the only new piece of content. I'd come back My vote is the shrimp. dumbest thing. I'd, I'd come well, back. You know what? I'd come back too. I'd I come mean, back for a blue shrimp. Not, if that ain't cause to come back to Minecraft, yeah. I don't know what is. Blue shrimp wearing tattered underwear. Joey's tattered Tat underwear. Tattered. <laughs> it wouldn't survive in the depths then. <laughs> the depths. Oh my gosh. You just have a drown yeah, chasing it the entire time. Oh yeah. boy. Something but, interesting going back to the lawsuit real quick mm -hmm. is I was just thinking about this. Would do you guys think that Pokemon has like patents over some of the mechanics in Pokemon? Because then, if they have patents, then now we got an argument. I think it's I was just thinking argument. about that. If, if well, I don't we... know, how... yeah, we, this is we should have Sarah on for this episode to give we, us we should. This. Yeah, we, we should, yeah, we should have. That would have been, I would been say, cool. I would say there's one of two scenarios either a you know, if they have patents for mechanics. I'm very curious to see how that happens and, and what all goes into that because it's kind of like you can't patent, you know, a first-person shooter. You can't patent a platformer. If you reskin everything in every platformer, it's, you know, if you take away all, you know, art style direction and you put like, um, picture like the like Wii Fit Trainer. If that was just the standard character for every platformer and there was no atmosphere, there was no like different storyline, if it was just the levels, every platformer would look relatively the same. And the only difference would be like yeah. 2D versus 3D platformers. So it's like you can't yeah. really patent That's a true. game style and you can't really like you can't patent a crafting system. Like if you could patent a crafting system, then Minecraft would have had a thousand lawsuits already. You would have had, you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed Bla 4 Black Flag had a crafting system. Breath of the Wild has a craft. So it's like those are mechanics. You can't patent those because there's so many different variations and, and, and options as to how to tackle that. So I don't think that's necessarily a possibility. But if it is, I'd be curious to see how it worked. Yeah, I don't I'm only curious anything. because there's I don't know who what game it was. I'll, this is probably wrong, but I'll say Spider-Man 2. I think a, I won't even say Spider-Man 2 because I don't want to do that. Okay. One game uh, patented an accessibility feature in the settings. Accessibility feature. So if you, you I don't mean, know like, what it was. Mode type stuff. So like how there's like um, 
for people who are disabled, they can change their settings and fine tune exactly what they want. Yeah. There's some sort of accessibility setting that is patent to only that game, and which is weird because it's accessibility. So like, why would it you seems patent a that? Not but inclusive, but that, like, I feel like patents could start becoming more more common if it's mm -hmm. if it's unique enough. And Pokemon may have done a patent with like the catching system because i've never seen that happen in any other game where you throw like a ball and then catch it i've never seen that before in any other game besides okay. pokemon so possible I, it was just a thought they might not have any patents but that was just like a, a thought that was in my mind joe you had a thought before i interrupted you uh i'm not sure i remember entirely what it was well josh if um, it boils okay. down to throwing a ball and catching it then i mean madden's got you beat okay I'm just saying. You throw a ball, you catch a ball, that's Madden. Yeah. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's enough of that bit. Go, okay, cool. I'll say something I was going to say earlier. It was, I think, and this kind of leads off the point I was like talking about like a while ago for like the point of playing Pal World. It's not mm -hmm. really for survival or anything. I think it's more about exploration. Okay. So it is kind of like a Nintendo game in a sense because they use a lot of exploratory, you know, themes. That's kind of the only reason why you want to play this is, oh, what's around this corner? Let me check out this biome. You know, where's this pal? What does this pal do? Blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. It's kind of like that. Or where does this dungeon lead? And what kind of loot at what kind of loot can I get at the end of it? But, huh? oh, I remember what I think I was going to say. I don't know if you can, and this is a question because I don't even really know. I don't really know if you can patent an art style. And But I think whatever like if you were to make a patent and someone were to use that idea i think they need to credit you for it and they need to pay you a royalty yeah that's to use it that's that's how some things work um but it, it it all depends on you know what permissions are you but you have to get that permission from the original user yeah so creator. if if um if this lawsuit were to go through they would more than likely say here's all of the pals that look like our Pokemon, mm -hmm. you need to give us this amount of money in settlement, or we seize all your money, basically, or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't. Or know we that. take the game down. Uh, yeah, I could see because if if they're if they're copywriting their material or using their patent without you know whatever mm -hmm. insert Sarah's explanation here, there's they get to shut it down or seize all their assets, basically. Because it's technically Pokemon's, it's their right to have it. Pokemans. Yeah, that's that's so, fair. I anyway. mean, if it's their IP, it's their intellectual property. So I mean, Digi Digimon is another one I was thinking of earlier. Yeah, Digimon. another another monster mm. fighting game. I mean, like when you Webkins. think about it, there's a, there's a lot of yeah. Tamagotchi. Yeah. There I guess go. so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's really a combat system in Webkins. Maybe like. Club Penguin. Uh, uh, there we go. Look at that. Bam. Bada bing. Bada boom. Maybe Adventure that's why Quest. Club Penguin got shut down, guys. Maybe maybe Nintendo sued him. I don't know. I, don't I, I doubt that's what happened. But besides the point, Absolutely that's not. pretty much the PAL world, though. That's pretty much yeah. everything I know. I haven't played too much of it. I'm definitely mm -hmm. gonna be playing more of it for yeah. sure, though. Yeah, it seems like it's pulled quite a bit from quite a few places, and I'm. I'll watch a little bit more gameplay. I don't know that. I mean, you guys know me. I'm not one to go out and spend money, especially on like an alpha version of a game. Um, plus, I've kind of 
promised myself I'm not buying any more games till I work through some of my backlog. Uh, <laughs> so that's not helpful Same. considering I'm only at my I only have access to my computer like three days a week right now. But hey, it do be like that sometimes. Fair so yeah, we're rolling along. Uh, any closing thoughts? You know, big things, things you want to take a swing at. I if would it, like to see our world continue. I think that if a lawsuit were to come, it would be the most technical thing you would hear. I yeah. mean, it would be two duct tape companies battling on what type of adhesive makes their duct tape different kind of thing. That's that, that's yeah. what it'll sound like. That's what mm -hmm. the lawsuit will be like, I bet. That's pretty much it for me, though. I think Power World has very cool mechanics, a very cool art style, very cool in general, and I love what it's doing. I'm very scared to see if Nintendo will do a lawsuit because I want this game to be big. Um, and when I get a PC, I'm going to play Power World if it still exists. I'm pretty sure. You Didn't should release make on a Xbox? PC. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's on console. I thought it was I on Xbox. I think it is. I, I don't think it's cross compatible though. I don't think I it is. I would pick it up while you can. Go ahead and try to pick it up while you can, bro. Yeah, my big Maybe. closing thought is if there's a lawsuit, the only way I see Nintendo, you know, having some leverage or whatnot is if there's any sort of copying of source code uh, of things that Nintendo has directly, you know, made and coded and put into their games. If they have copy and pasted anything derivative of Nintendo's games, then they have grounds for a suit. But outside of that, if they write their own code, create their own stuff, even if it looks similar, it's different enough. And there's enough other features that it would draw away from it. So I think Pal World wins nine, 90 out of 95 out of 100 suits if they do it 100 times. And I'm just right. I think there's maybe five ways Nintendo could win, but there's a lot of dominoes that have to fall their way in order for it to happen. So, all yeah. right. Cool beans, sure. guys. Uh, this has there been episode it. 46 of the Gaming Goods Podcast. Wow. Uh, I, as always, am Luke, joined by Joey and Josh. We hope you guys enjoyed. We appreciate you every time you tune in. It uh, makes us feel a little bit better because we know that we're sharing our love of gaming with uh, just one more person. And one more person is enough for us to keep doing this. So we appreciate you. We love you. We hope we make your day a little bit better. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya. <laughs>